Well, hello, superstars, and welcome back to a new episode of the Just Fed It podcast. In this episode, we will be discussing change. Thank you in advance for listening. Change. By definition, change means to make something or someone different. It means to alter or to modify. Change means to replace something with something else, especially something of the same kind that is newer or better. It is to substitute one thing for another. It is often said that change is good. It is also said that change does not happen overnight. Change is a choice, a daily choice. It's about all the little steps you take, all the little decisions you make. I made a post last week. It was based on Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 19 to 20. It was when Moses was speaking to the Israelites and he was encouraging them. He said, verse 19, today I have given you the choice between life and death between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you obey and love the Lord, you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What was he saying? He said today, which every day is a new day. Every day is considered today. So every day you have a choice. You have to choose between life or death, blessings, or curses. He continues to say how he wish you will choose life. And how do you do that? By obeying the Lord. Superstars, I want you to reflect on your daily choices. Do they produce life or do they produce death? As I said before, change does not happen overnight. There are two ways to look at every situation. One will say, oh, well, that was a complete waste of time. And another will say, well, everything happens for a reason. I heard a pastor say one time, if someone came up to you and slit your throat with a brand new knife, you ought to be grateful. When he said that, everyone was confused. Even me. I was like, "Ugh." If perplexed was a person, it would have been me. The confusion on my face was insane. But then he said, you would be thankful because you would thank God that it's a brand new knife, that there was no rust on that knife. And secondly, you would consider it your lucky day. It's the day you get to meet your spiritual father. You see, life is all about perspective. We may see the same thing, 
but experience it differently. We can go to the same movie, but we can give a different review. We can read the same Bible verse, but interpret different meanings. Perspective. How many of you know that you can go a long way with a change of perspective? Perspective can change everything. On my last episode, I said that the Bible is just a book. It only works when you take the words off the page and allow them to come alive in your life. The word is a living word, but it must be applied to come alive. Otherwise, it's just words on a page. Let's break that down. The famous scripture that everyone knows is, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. On one hand, that sounds good, right? It's words on a page. But on the other hand, you can read that and apply it, make it come alive. So you'll say, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, that means when my car breaks down, when I lose the job, when I lose the baby, when I get the eviction notice, when the mental health isn't right, I will fear no evil. I will not be scared of what comes next. Why? Because you are with me. Who is with you? God. When you believe that, when you walk in that, when your life mirrors or reflects that scripture, that's when change happens. That's what I mean by making the words come alive. Insert your situation in between the lines. Make it personal, superstars. I was having a Bible study with one of my girls, and I basically told her when she's reading the Bible to replace certain people's names with her name to make it more personal. For example, my name is Vedlene Delise, right? So let's say I'm reading the Bible. It says, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I would replace it and say, Vedlene Delise of West Palm Beach, and continue on. Or if the Bible says, then Jesus said to the people, I would say, then Jesus said to Vedlene, you see what I'm doing? I am making it personal. When you read the words, you must make them come alive. A rule of thumb I have is when I'm reading the Bible, If I can't apply what is written to my life, then I am not allowed to move on. The word of God is our weapon in this world. So if we can't apply his instruction manual to our lives, we are no better than our neighbor. Andrew Warmick, he's a pastor, and he said, if you were convicted of being a Christian, what evidence would they have to sentence you? If you look at your life, are you applying scripture? You see, the difference between a believer and a non-believer is just that, belief. How much do you believe? Do you believe enough to live out the life that you were called to live? When you go through hardship, do you panic or do you remain calm? Do you remember what Jesus said about this life? He said, in this life, you will have trouble but take heart. What does that mean? That means when you get the diagnosis, 
when the womb is barren, when the panic attacks come, when the money is low, when the storms of life hit in this dark and fallen world, take heart. What does that mean, take heart? It means to have courage. Do not worry. Understand who your father is. I always say this, if you can't trace God's hand, learn to trust his heart. Understand that his plans are to prosper you and to give you a hope and a future. The difference between a believer and a non-believer is change of perspective. When the storms hit, one will have peace and one will worry. Which one are you? The devil doesn't care that you hear God's word. He care if you dare to live in it. He cares if you decide to abide by it. He cares if you begin to live a holy life. Superstars in the storm begin to recite scripture. Find one that brings you comfort and recite it over and over and over. Live in that truth. The Bible is an instruction manual. It is your weapon in life. It is to give you guidance and bring you peace, but you have to apply it. I want to share a story with you. Recently, I experienced spiritual warfare and it caused me loss of sleep for about two days. So for two days, I was running on fumes. My brain was complete mush and I was terrified. But then I remembered. I remembered what was written and I was able to apply it. I remember that if I humble myself before God and resist the devil, that he will flee. I remembered that where the spirit of the Lord is, the devil cannot be. I remembered that all the hairs on my head are numbered. I remembered that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I remembered that God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I remember that I have authority to crush serpent's head with my feet and it will not hurt me. I remember that in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue must confess that he is Lord. I remembered who I was, superstar. I am a child of God. I have the mind of Christ. Nothing, nothing, nothing can separate me from God's love. I followed the directions of my father and I was able to overcome. You see, the directions are in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. It says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of armor of God's. So you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth 
in the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on the salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Let's break that down. He said, shoes of peace. Peace is what will allow you to keep moving forward. Peace of the good news. The good news is Jesus came, he died, he resurrected to give us our authority back here on earth, right? Then he said the breastplate of righteousness. Live a holy life. He said the helmet of salvation. We are saved by his blood. The shield of faith. Have faith. Your faith is what covers and it's what protects you. You see, Jesus said that it's your faith that heals you. The sword of the spirit, the word of God, the word of God is your weapon, superstars. Jesus was able to defeat the devil by saying, it is written, it is written, it is written over and over. The sword of the spirit is a two-edged double sword. It cuts through the belt of truth. Know the truth, superstars. Know who you are. Know what the word of God says. And lastly, pray. Pray through the crisis. Make sure to connect your prayers to obedience. And when you pray, get a partner in prayer. You see in Matthew 18, verse 19 through 20, it says, Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything, you ask it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. You see, when I experienced my battle, I was terrified. Like I said, I was two days running on fumes. And the first day I was able to wake up and immediately started praying and praising. And then I had Bible study that same night. I had everyone in my Bible study lay hands on me and pray over me. And I was crying as they prayed over me. And I promise you guys, peace fell over me in that moment because the peace of God was just in that room. Um, and then I also had my other you know, prayer groups pray over me and pray for me. And the only thing that kept me up was my memory. It was the traumatic memory of that moment. But I knew that I already won the battle because I was able to reflect what Ephesians 6 said and apply it to my life. So superstars, life is not a playground but a battlefield you need to equip yourself with the armor of God God gives you so much but you need to be able to read the word and apply it to your everyday life I knew from the moment that they prayed for me I knew I've already won the battle I knew that it was okay to go back to sleep and have a peaceful night's rest however the memory 
the triggering traumatic memory of the event happening. I just did not want it to happen again, even though I knew that I've already won. It was just the memory of it, but I was able to quiet those thoughts with the reciting scripture and also anointing my room with oil. An oil represents like a seal to God, like basically like when kings were, you know, being kings, (laughs) if that makes sense, they were anointed with oil. So oil was like a representation of like God's hand on the matter. So superstars, I encourage you to put on the armor of God. Life is not a playground, but a battlefield. Tony Evans said it best. He said, if you can't remember all of the armor of God, then just remember Jesus. Jesus give us his peace. He is our salvation. He is the truth, the way, and the life. Jesus is the word made flesh. Jesus made us righteous. Jesus tells us your faith is what cures you and makes you well. And when you pray, you pray in Jesus' name. So remember Jesus and all he represents. Superstars, life is not a playground, but a battlefield. The good news is you have already won. It is written. You just need to apply it. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, thank you for this platform, and thank you for all the listeners who are tuning into this word. I pray they receive this message with open ears and open hearts. God, I pray that they make the choice to choose you. I pray that they choose to open your word and receive the victory that you have already given them. I pray that when they read your word, that they are able to identify with it so much that it shows up in their everyday life. I pray that they understand that they do not wrestle with flesh and blood, that this world is spiritual. And in order to win a spiritual battle, we need spiritual weapons. So Father God, I pray that they put on the full armor of God, the full armor that you so graciously gave us through your son, Jesus. I pray that if they can't remember all the pieces of armor, that they remember Jesus and everything he represents. I pray that they remember that they fight from victory and not to victory. Remind them, Father, that it is already done. Renew their mind, change their perspective. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, superstars, that's the end of today's episode. I hope this message left you educated, motivated, and inspired to take your next steps. Always remember, you are alive, you are blessed, you are loved, and you are worthy. You are so worthy. Until next time.